Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Do you want to mention our newsletter? It's called Read Instead. It's the best of the Price of Business digital network. It includes my interviews with New York Times best-selling authors, uh, the occasional billionaire, Nobel Prize winners, and really great thought leaders in all areas of business, which includes my guest this segment. Ruth King has been a freak, has made frequent appearances in Read Instead, and, uh, and it's easy to get. It's right there on the right-hand side of priceofbusiness.com. You'll see it to sign up. There's no cost. One newsletter once in a week, and it is the best of our content. And you're going to want to check Ruth out as well as the others who have showed up there. Ruth King, uh, she is phenomenal at what she does. She's one of those people where I feel like I've gone to school whenever I have her on, uh, and I need it. You know, um, I can take the dunce cap off for a while after I chat with her. And uh, she knows so much about business, and she has so much confidence and competence about business. And uh, it's very exciting because I, she conveys that energy to her audience. She does a lot of different things. She's internationally recognized as an author on all things money and business and profits. And, uh, you know, and it's interesting, Ruth, because when I talk to and look at others in this space, you know, it's almost like profit. The word profit is almost like a four-letter word, you know, or at least the way it's treated. They don't want to talk about it. They're kind of uncomfortable around it, and it requires, it requires honesty about where people really are financially. And I think that's part of the reasons why that happens. So RuthKing.info, that's the best way to learn all things about Ruth. Ruth, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be back. And I have to tell you something. The, <clears throat> my new book, which is coming out next year, 101 Dumb Financial Mistakes, mistake number one is thinking that profit is a dirty word. Right, right. People very apologetic about, uh, about uh, money. And uh, I hope you have a section in there called uh, Magical Thinking About Money. Because that's something else I see a lot of where, uh, you know, people have, uh, you know, exaggerate actually how much they have. Uh, but, they, you know, if you take a pen pencil and paper to it, yeah, it, it's simply not as good as your imagination thinks. I think there's a lot of that uh, in, in that particular space. I can't, read the re I can't wait to read the book and look. Oh, look, there's another thing I've done. Oh, look, there's another thing I've done. I always, uh, I always do a lot of, oh, I've got a lot of work to do after I, I uh, visit, visit with you and read your work. I'm, I'm a fan of what you do. Okay, let's, yeah. let's talk about um, this, this whole a very important focus on growth and profitability that, again, is, I think, unique about what you do. A lot of people, I think, undersell it or underemphasize it. Uh, but this segment, we're going to talk about profitable growth is critical if you want to grow. Set the stage for us. All right. So client has in his head, could never explain to me why it was in his head, but he had this number of $2 million, how to get there. Absolutely had to get there. No logical reason that he could tell me for getting to $2 million. So he said, I got to get to $2 million this year. All right. So we did what, you know, he wanted to do and everything else like that. And guess what? He got to $2,046,000. All right. So he made it by the seat of his pants to $2 million. <laughs> The growth was so fast. He didn't pay attention to cash flow. Um, customers got unhappy because products were delivered, you know, not like they used to be. There wasn't the same care. 
stuff was wrong, you know, ship things was wrong. And you know what happens when you grow incredibly fast without paying attention to the infrastructure. And he was stressed out. So he didn't have the cash to grow. He had to empty his savings account to stay afloat. Um, And it wasn't a fun place to be. And then I guess you got to get hit between the eyes with a two by four sometimes. Yeah, yeah. What I find is that companies that grow too fast often shrink too fast. (laughs) Because it, it, it becomes unsustainable. You know, when I hear, you know, I hear these stories all the time. When you're sitting from the person I'm sitting in, you know, with interviews and, and people I talk to, uh, and I hear about this explosive growth, well, you know what happened in explosions? It's not all good. And, uh, and that, uh, that seems to be very true when it comes to exponential growth, super fast growth, all these words that are supposed to inspire people should probably terrify them a little bit. Well, you know, what really started it was when Jeff Bezos started his Amazon and the exponential growth that he did. But if you read his annual reports, what he used to track was net cash per hour. You know, I do net profit per hour, but he was growing so fast for a long time that he tracked net cash per hour. Per hour. And as long as that was continuing to go up, he was okay as long as the growth continued. And we've talked in the past about what happens when you're not when you're not profitable and the growth stops, you start you know going backwards and and really realizing that you're not profitable. But as you know, as long as Amazon was growing, he was okay. At some point, profitability had to come in, and it did. But in the beginning, everybody thought he was nuts. Well, not really, yeah. because exponential growth, as long as you're tracking cash growth, net cash per hour, which I thought was really interesting for the way that he was growing, and I and I understand it. Um, is is what you have to have to track not profitability necessarily but cash because cash is absolutely critical to to fund growth um you know profitability or not you got to have the cash you got to pay the bills so yeah that's where yeah. i look at so it talk, so tell us a little more about this guy's sad story it is kind of sad because you can i can hear your his enthusiasm about the situation going into it in your voice, you know, excited, look at the future, I'm really kicking it here, and in the end, getting kicked. Uh, so yeah. talk a little bit about it. Well, the reality was that he had to empty his savings account, and once that happened, it, everything kind of imploded. And picking up the pieces was a really sobering experience for him. He finally realized that the revenue number was not important, but the profit number was, and he, you know, he really and truly stepped back. And so what we ended up doing, which was the right thing to do, is we stepped back and say, okay, what is the infrastructure we absolutely need to provide stellar products and, and still grow? So what we ended up doing was we ended up um, the following year not going – it wasn't $2 million, It was about one. It was about one eight or one seven. but we did it profitably. And then what happened after that, once we had the infrastructure in there at about 1.7, 1.7 million, then we could actually grow to the two at a reasonable point. And, and $2 million was not this big thing anymore. It was like, okay, it's a step on the way to whatever. And right. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a lesson in learning that the top number doesn't matter. The bottom number does. Yes. 
Yes. And so what do you think? Did you ever figure out what the obsession is, was around the $2 million? Nope. Did you ever figure it out? Could he, he, nope. he, wouldn't, he either would not or could not explain it? No, he couldn't. I mean, I, I, get, I get contractors and other businesses that I work with, and they say, I want to grow to $10 million. My answer is, why? And the answer is always, I don't know. I said, have you ever seen a $10 million company? No. Well, maybe we should go look at one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because all the time, you know, the, the more zeros in the size of a company, the greater the obligations, the greater the liability, the greater the yep. risk. You know, I know at one point I was making, frankly, somewhere around six times more than I make now. I found it exasperating, exhausting, frustrating, and uh, really was glad to see it uh, wind down to something that uh, I could actually enjoy. Um, I don't think people see those trade-offs. It's almost like a comic book look at money. Yeah, well, the reality, think about it this way. Most people talk about, you know, they wear the badge of honor. We generated $2 million this year. We generated $3 million this year. We generated whatever, $10 million. They don't talk about how much profit they had at the $2 million level or the $3 million level. I mean, the top line could be that big and the bottom line could be 52 cents. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, yes. And, and, that, and they never talk about it. So the thing is, if you want to keep it quiet, you really have to know what the bottom line is. And, and if you want to grow, the rule, here's the rule of thumb for growth is 10% of the increase in sales is what you need in cash. All right. So if you want to grow from a million to two million, that's a million dollars. You need a hundred thousand dollars in cash. How are you going to get it? Do you have it? Are you going to um, drain your savings account to do it? Is it worth it? You know, and, and these are all the questions that you have to, you know, look at before you say, okay, I want to grow to this point. Do you have enough cash to grow? And, and that's okay, a so, very good rule of thumb. So that it sounds arbitrary, though, right? You need a hundred grand to get to a million. So, so elaborate on that on that equation, if you will. All right. So, if you're going to grow from a million to two million dollars, you're going to have in, increased receivables, you're going to have increased payables, and you're going to have increased overhead. Now, if all of your work is COD, i.e. you get paid instantly from all the work that you do, yeah, you're still going to have increases in payables and things like that. So you might not need the 100000 But if you do have receivables and you do have payables and you're going to increase your overhead to help with generating that million dollars, I mean, this guy didn't have the infrastructure and the people internally and the supervision internally to be able to make sure that the product was still stellar. And yeah. as a result, you know, it kind of imploded on them. So you're going to have to hire people, hope, you know, and think about hiring how much you're going to have to pay in an overhead salary or, you know, two overhead salaries or, you know, somebody to do X, Y, and Z. All that adds up. And it's not only their salary. It's all their benefits. It's the payroll taxes that come. The, if you order for insurance, it comes. It's the workers' comp stuff that comes. I mean, it's not just, you know, somebody making 50000 the likelihood is 50000 plus another 30% to cover all the stuff we got to pay. The privilege yeah. of paying. How about that? <laughs> yeah, the privilege. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, you know, and generally speaking, uh, you know, you've mentioned you've had clients before who said, I want X amount of money in X amount of time frame. How has that worked out? Is that generally a good rule of thumb? What do you like to hear from a client talking about what, what they'd like to see happen growth-wise? 
Growth is good as long as it's profitable growth. So I will generally pull them back because I want to see what's on the bottom line first. And, you know, if their if they're net profit per hour is $100 an hour, which is decent in most industries, you know, it just depends on what industry they're in, too. Um, then fine, let's figure out how we stay at $100 net profit per, for billable hour or for revenue producing hour and grow, you know, 50%, you know, or something along those lines. You need the market, you need the people, and you need the cash. And if we have all three, it you can do it. If you if you have two of the three, we got to get the third. Yeah, got it. All right, that makes a lot of sense. All right, so kind of give us some takeaways. What what are some takeaways from this uh, uh, story? <laughs> Number one, bottom line is is more important than top line. It's not that revenue is not important, but what you keep is more important than what you that you generate. I.e. Volume is vanity, profits are sanity, which is something I have said for years and years and years and years. Number two, you need cash, you need the market, and you need the people to be able to do growth if you need and want exponential growth. And a good basic rule of thumb, if you have receivables and payables and you're not COD, is 10% of the increase in sales. So if you want to grow $100,000, you need $10,000 in cash, that type Mm -hmm. of thing. Perfect sense. As always, RuthKing.info, that's her website, RuthKing.info, and uh, she's got several sites because she's involved in several different things, And uh, but that is the one place where you can get it all. Ruth, as always, thanks for being with us. My pleasure. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me again. You bet. I'm Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business. Stay tuned for more.